Welcome back to your therapy tools. Today's topic is boundaries and how to build boundaries around your values. So it's important to identify your values. One example would be that I value honesty in myself and others. So the boundary I would put around that would be that I don't accept liars in my life. I don't accept dishonesty and I will not be talked into doing things that are dishonest. So if somebody tends to um, be deceitful with me, I give them one warning. It's like a one strike and you're out. I let them know that I don't appreciate dishonesty. I um, I value honesty and integrity in my relationships with people and that I know that they're being dishonest and if it happens again I can no longer be their friend or be in a relationship with them because I just don't have time for that and um, dishonesty causes all kinds of other issues and I have to be able to trust the people that I let into my life. So if they are dishonest a second time, um, I let them know that, you know, I, I value my integrity and the integrity of others. And I have warned you that I don't accept this type of behavior and I can no longer be your friend or I can no longer be in a relationship with you at this point. I wish you well. Goodbye. So that's a very rigid boundary because I value integrity and honesty on a very high level. I have a very high standard for that. Now some some things that you value may not have such a rigid boundary. Um, so let's explore different things that we might value. Sometimes it's hard to figure this out when you've never sat down and just done it. So I'll give you a few examples of different traits, different um, different items that we might really, really value in our lives. Love, wealth, money, um, family, morals, success, knowledge, power, friends, free time, adventure, variety, sense of humor, calmness, peacefulness, peace of mind, Freedom, fun, recognition, being validated, nature, popularity, responsibility, humor, honesty, loyalty, independence, achievement, beauty, vanity, spirituality, respect, stability, wisdom, intelligence, learning, fairness, creativity, relaxation, safety. So that's just a few. There are, of course, millions of other things that we could value in our lives. So let's break this down a little further. So um, in family relations or in other relationships, these are some of the most common values people tend to have. Yours may differ or yours may be similar. So physical well-being, good health, taking care of yourself and your family could be a value. 
citizenship and community? What kind of environment do you want to be part of? Um, How do you want to contribute to your community? So maybe you value giving back to the community, like volunteering at a homeless shelter or donating food or getting involved in some type of social justice um, march or something. Recreation. How important is it that you and your family have recreation and fun? Um, How do you like to enjoy yourself? And what relaxes you when you're not feeling playful? Uh, Marriage, couple, and intimate relationships could be a value to you because that love, that um, sense of belonging, the family aspect, um, having a support system, a positive support system, this uh, marriage, couples, and intimate relationships, that's your best friend, that's the person you confide in, that's the person you share your body with and your bed with, it's the person that you love. So, of course, a lot of people value that. Parenting. What part of... What sort of parent do you want to be? Um, What qualities do you want your children to see in you as a parent? Parent, Being a parent could be something that you very much value. Friendships and social relationships support people. What sort of friend do you want to be to others? What, What friendship is important to cultivate and how would you like to act towards your friends and how would you like them to act towards you that's another value Um, employment of course is valuable right something that we value what kind of work is valuable to you what qualities do you want to bring to an employee or employer and what kind of relationship would you like to build in terms of employment Are you networking? Um, Are you working toward a promotion? What kind of work makes you feel good about yourself? Maybe you take great pride in being a police officer, or maybe you take great pride in being a nurse or an accountant. And then another on this list is education, training, and personal growth. How would you like to grow? What kind of skills would you like to develop? And what would you like to know more about? Um, Learning is a wonderful thing to value because we're always learning. No matter how much you know, you're always learning. And that's valuable because if you're not learning, you're kind of stagnant, right? So people place high value on these things and you have to decide how valuable it is to you. On a scale of one to five, one being doesn't really matter and five being it's very important to me. Um, Think about what your family relationships should be like, what personal qualities you like to contribute to your family. Do you feel you are contributing enough time and effort toward your life and your family? So it's important to think about these things because that helps you determine how much you value that particular subject and that aspect of your life. 
So think about marriage and intimate relationships too. How do you describe your ideal marriage or your ideal intimate relationship? Is your ideal marriage or intimate relationship um, as good as you want it to be? And how would you treat your partner and how would you have your partner treat you? Do you feel that you're contributing enough time and effort toward that relationship? And if not, how would you like to improve it? Another uh, parenting, breaking it down. What are your personal qualities that you can use in the role of being a parent? What are your strengths? How would you like your son or daughter to describe you as a parent? Remember, we're always modeling. And sometimes we forget that. And that's okay. Um, Those are usually things that our kids laugh at about us when they're older. For example, when I get mad, I cuss the wrong way. So strange strange cuss words or phrases will come out of my mouth that don't go together and um, my daughter sometimes will hear that she she'll start laughing and say you you sound so ridiculous when you get angry (laughs) and then we both laugh and then of course I'm not angry anymore but um you know maybe not such a good modeling of of being a parent but at the same time it's it's not nightmarish or horrid and It's something we'll laugh about the rest of our lives. So learn to laugh at your mistakes um, unless they're, you know, brutal mistakes that you really need to work on. Um, Do you feel that you're contributing enough time and effort toward this area of your life, parenting? And if not, how do you want to improve? So values are also a time to set some goals and just kind of re-examine what you place the most value, what's most important to you in your life, and how do you want to improve on it, or is it is it meeting your standards now? If it is, do you need to raise your standards, or are your standards good and comfortable and healthy for you? So those are things to consider, and based on that, that is how you will start setting your boundaries and writing your your um, bill of rights for yourself. Um, here's another aspect, breaking down friendships and social relationships. What sort of friendships would you like to have? Do you want superficial friendships where you hang out and go to an art class together, maybe not see each other or talk for a while it's kind of superficial but just fun so there's no no heavy conversations it's just all fun and you guys go back to your lives and you might not talk for six months and then you reach out and say hey let's go hiking and it's just all fun or do you want a close relationship with your friends where you talk every day you support each other when you're sad you call each other when you're angry to help de-escalate each other. You share your joys. You're almost like a family. So think about the different friends that you have and and do you want each particular person to be more of a superficial, fun Disneyland friend or do you want that person to be a closer friend? And then set your goals accordingly. And how can you contribute to building your ideal friendship? So write down your ideal friendship just like you will your ideal partner for an intimate relationship. Explore that with friendships as well. Are these friends 
a benefit to your life? Do they lift you up? Do you feel good after being around these people? Or are they a toxic friendship in which you get together and just bitch about other people, bitch about your life, and share negative stories and make fun of other people and ugh, icky. But if that's if you have a toxic friendship like that, it's time to gently step away from that because I guarantee you if the toxic friend is sitting there making fun of other people with you and talking about all these other people, this gossipy garbage, they are talking about you with other people too. And they are making fun of you when they're not around you. And they are saying terrible things about you with their own little dramatic negative Nancy twist. So consider that if you have a toxic friend who is not supportive and lifting you up and helping you to feel better and all you do is engage in negative thinking and activities when you're together it's time to break free of that if you want to get out of that mindset do you feel that you are contributing enough time and effort toward the area of friendships and social relationships in your life maybe you're one of those people that just doesn't have any friends anymore you're just kind of You've been through a lot and you're just kind of like, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't need friends. Or maybe you're one of those people who's like um, the cheerleader in high school who's friends with everybody. Um, maybe you're tired because of all the phone calls and all of the expectations of all these people because you're so popular and it's just driving you nuts. Um, maybe you want to back out of some of that so that you can have a little peace of mind and increase your self-care. If you have no friends, it's definitely good to get at least one. And if you have too many friends, it's time to weed your garden because you're spreading yourself too thin. Work, career, and education. What is important to you about your work, career, or education? Why does it matter to you besides money? Money is a given, but think of other reasons why it would be important to you. Are you able to really exercise your your talents and and be the best version of you in terms of your workplace? Are you supportive? Are Are there chances for advancement? Do they give bonuses each year? Do they recognize your work? Do they... Do they pay for you to get extra training in, in new new areas of your field? Um, if not, and if that's something that you want, you may want to consider setting some goals to change that. And how would you like others to view you within your professional role? Do you feel like you're being professional enough? Do you feel like you're too professional and not personal enough where... Um, You're so professional that you hardly crack a smile and you're just serious all the time. Or are you a jokester at work and you feel like nobody takes you serious? So think about those things and set goals accordingly with your values. Do you feel that you're contributing enough time and effort toward this area of your life? And if not, how can you improve that? Recreation and relaxation. What are your ideal forms of recreation and relaxation? Do you love going hiking? Do you love to go shoot guns at the shooting range? 
Do you love to go to art classes? Maybe you would love to do these things, but you just don't do it. You just don't, uh, you put it off. So it's important to get yourself to a place where you can start doing these things. And if you're already doing these things, what do you love about them so much? And why is it important to you? What does it do for you? Do you feel that you're contributing enough time and effort toward this area of your life? And if not, how can you improve it? We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Spirituality is another value that a lot of people have. So think about what spirituality means to you. Does it mean that you go to church and congregate with others? Does it mean that you believe you have your own spirituality, you're not a religious person? What does it mean to you? In what ways is spirituality important to you? Do you feel that you're contributing enough time towards that? And if not, how could you make some changes? How would you contribute to your community or to the world? Um, It feels good to give back. It definitely feels good to give back. So if you're lacking in the area of giving back and doing good things, random acts of kindness and that type of thing, um, set a goal. Set a goal to go do it. By no means should you post the picture of yourself doing it on social media. By no means should you brag about it on social media. That will take the magic away from it. That will take that good feeling and pour it out on the ground. So do it, but keep it a secret. Don't tell anybody. Unless, of course, you're, you're, you're going to the homeless shelter every week and you're helping to distribute food and stuff. Everybody will see that. They'll start to recognize you. Oh, you're familiar. You're a familiar face. What's your name? Why are you here every week? Um, you'll, you'll get your recognition that way. Don't toot your own horn, so to say. Um, it's, it just takes away the magic. Hold that magic in your heart, that good feeling, and prolong it as long as you can. Just keep it a secret. Don't brag about yourself. It doesn't help. So what does it mean to you to be a good member of your community or a good citizen? Do you obey the speed limit? (laughs) A lot of people don't, but there's a lot of people that do. Um, Do you pick up garbage at the park if you see it? Are you part of Neighborhood Watch? Are you a social justice warrior out there making your voice heard? Are you, you know, there's there's a million different ways we could go with this. But think about how you want to be a good member of your community or a good citizen and set your goals and boundaries accordingly. Your physical health and well-being, ideally, how do you take care of yourself? How do you take care of your body, your mind, your spirit? What do you do to take care of yourself? Do you get enough exercise? Do you not exercise? Do you like to dance? Do you like to go play baseball? Think about this, and and are you contributing enough time and effort to this area of your life? And if not, what kind of changes and what kind of boundaries do you want to make for that? So looking at boundaries, it's important to place them around what you value. And remember, rigid boundaries are very firm, like my boundary on integrity and honesty. 
that example is a firm boundary. A porous boundary could be something like you have two lemon trees in your front yard and those lemon trees have maybe it's hard to count because there's so many but maybe 150 lemons on them and those are your lemon trees you planted them as babies and you you love watching them bloom every year and make all these lemons right and you peek out the kitchen window while you're doing dishes and you see your neighbor tiptoeing across the lawn and taking a lemon off your tree Maybe you have more of a porous boundary with that because, hey, you have 150 lemons. Your neighbor took one. No big deal. No no need to go out there and set a firm boundary. Don't touch my lemons. <laughs> that would be a little bit ridiculous and over the top, right? So a healthy boundary might be around those lemon trees. You might go outside and say, hey, neighbor, I noticed you took a lemon and... <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. I just wanted to say, if if you want to take one now and then, it's okay. You know, I'm not going to freak out. And then your neighbor's embarrassed, of course, because they got caught. Oh my God, I'm so sorry I stole a lemon. (laughs) And you're laughing and saying, it's totally cool. Just, yeah, if you want one, it's okay to take one. You don't have to be sneaky. So you've kind of set a boundary that... um, lets them know that you probably should have knocked on the door and asked, but I'm not freaking out about it either. So it's a healthy boundary. You let them know that you know, but you're not, you know, setting a massive boundary around a lemon. So think about the things that you value and think about how you will put a boundary around that. So I value, let's, let's do another example. I value my job. I value the work that I do because I'm passionate about it. And ever since I was a child, I knew I wanted to have this career. So I spend a couple of days a week researching and paying for trainings, paying out of my own pocket for these extra trainings because I just want to be the best I can be at my job. And I feel like the more I learn and the more trainings that I do, the better I'll be. So those two days a week that I engage in those trainings, I set a pretty firm boundary with my family and friends that not today. I can't, I can't do anything for you. I can't go with you, et cetera, et cetera, because today is my, um, my day for trainings and research. So if you want to go tomorrow or if you want me to do that tomorrow, I'm happy to do that for you, but not today. Um, Parenting. Here's a place where you need some firm boundaries. If you don't already have firm boundaries in place with parenting, it's a good time to start because that's an area where people tend to walk all over other people. Um, You get the unsolicited advice. You have, maybe you have in-laws who are trying to tell you how to raise your children. Maybe, maybe you feel inferior as a parent because you don't know what to do. And of course the answer to that is get on that internet, do some research, read, read, read. And come up with some ideas or talk to a therapist and get some ideas on 
different different ways of parenting if you feel stuck. But the trick is to remember that you are always giving your best effort as a parent and the days that you're exhausted and you just don't want to parent or adult for the day. <laughs> Give yourself a break. Increase your self-care and tell yourself that it's okay. Nobody's perfect. Don't let other people mom shame you or dad shame you because you're not on the school board volunteering at the school and volunteering to coach and giving up everything in your life and focusing solely on your children like a martyr because that's not healthy either. You're spreading yourself too thin and the person that's judging you as a parent because they do all of that I think deep down, really, they're jealous that they have zero time for themselves. So they're like, oh, you're a bad parent. You should have your child in all of these activities at all times. And, ah. and you know, honestly, the kids get sick of it, too. It is good for their self-discipline to be in a few activities every year. Maybe cheerleading, soccer, baseball. Let them do, like, one thing at a time and have them stick it out until it's done and let them try different things and learn about themselves. It's good, but um, don't ever let another person's judgment of your parenting get to you. And if your parenting style is extremely unhealthy, seek out some therapy. Learn to connect with your child. Check out my parenting episode. Maybe it will be helpful for you to set some goals to increase your your parenting skills. And if you have no issues with your parenting skills and you're confident and happy with how you're parenting, don't put up with other people trying to tell you what to do or that you're wrong or you know, set a very firm boundary, let them know this is my child and I'm raising my child the way I see fit and I can appreciate that you know, the advice that you're trying to give and I can see that you're trying to be helpful, but Thanks, but no thanks. Let them know that that's not okay. Um, or they'll walk all over you. Marriage and relationships, some of your boundaries could be placed around the fact that you believe in monogamy and you refuse to share your partner with others. So that, you know, known as a deal breaker, a deal breaker, a heartbreaker. <laughs> And all the above. So you set a firm boundary and you say, it's you and me and nobody else. Or you can hit the road. Um, honesty is another value that's placed in marriage and intimate relationships. You know, you want somebody you can trust. You don't want to feel like you have to be a detective. That could be another boundary. Um, absolute transparency. We can see each other's phones and emails and social media and there's no secrets so hopefully I've given you some good examples and some ideas to get started on figuring out your values and once you figure out your values and break them down I recommend going to the boundaries episode and then you can start working on how you're going to set those boundaries and I will do another episode on reinforcing boundaries uh, coming up 
later on. So get to work. What do you value? Figure it out. Set those boundaries and start gaining that respect, that self-confidence and the joy in your life that you deserve to have. I hope that you have a wonderful, beautiful day and something unexpectedly wonderful happens to you. And we'll talk in the next episode. Please favorite or subscribe if you're listening to my podcast. And leave a comment. And if you would like to get in touch with me for a one-on-one, you can contact me at www.elizabethlmft.org. And we can set up an appointment to talk. Thank you so much.